And so if you stick to scripture, you're going to be able to challenge people to pray biblical prayers, which become very, very heartfelt about real issues, but you can do it without attacking anybody else, and you can do it without naming names. And scripture based by its nature means it's going to be nonpartisan. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson, and we have an exciting guest with us today who's going to teach us more about prayer. But first of all, I want to let you know we have a new app here at Charisma Media. It's called the Charisma Media Audio App. And just say that three times, it's kind of tough. But um, you can download that app on your phone or your mobile device or your computer. And if you like reading Charisma Magazine in print, then you can read it also in audio. And I know a lot of people like to do that. So we encourage you to listen in the spirit. And the website that you need for that is charismamediaaudio.com. So it's an exciting time here at Charisma Media. And now we're at the Charisma Podcast Network, and today we have Dave Butts with us. Dave is the National Day of Prayer Chairman of the Board. He is also Chairman of the Board at the America's National Prayer Committee, and he has a new book out, and that's going to be our topic today, Praying for an Election, a nonpartisan, scripture-based prayer guide. It comes from Prayer Shop Publishing. Now, Dave is also president of Harvest Prayer Ministries, and he and his wife Kim founded that ministry and worked together teaching and writing on prayer and revival. So, Dave, you gave me a lot to talk about there, but uh, welcome to Charisma Connection. Well, thank you so much. It's a delight to be with you. Well, uh, I think praying for an election is a good thing right now. As we look at the news, even tonight, uh, as we record this, uh, the uh, Democrats will be on stage with their debate, uh, and they are paring down the field. So, but you say that uh, your book is nonpartisan. So, how did you make? Su- how did you write such a book uh, and keep it nonpartisan? Well, sometimes that's not easy mm. because everyone, every writer has their own set of beliefs and things that they hold on to. Um, and, but, but what I did, I, and I think is helpful to people, is I made it biblical. Mm-hmm. Basically, every prayer point is a scripture. And obviously, when you look at scripture, you're not going to find uh, the name of Joe Biden or Donald Trump or Elizabeth Warren or anything. You know, you're not going to find those, nor are you going to find Democrat or Republican. And so if you stick to scripture, you're going to be able to challenge people to pray biblical prayers, which become very, very heartfelt about real issues, but you can do it without attacking anybody else, and you can do it without naming names. And so that's really what I, what I did, is made it a, that's the reason why we put that in the, the subtitle, it's scripture-based, and scripture-based by its nature means it's going to be nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. Now, Dave, you believe that positive change is really possible for our nation, don't you? Could you expound on that a little bit? I absolutely do. Uh, I do because God has not given up on us. Mm. You know, if there gets a point of time where God says, I've washed my hands of them, 
then it doesn't matter who's elected. But God has not yet given up on us. There are literally millions of believers who have not, in a sense, bowed their knee to Baal. They have not given up on this nation. And God is still hearing and answering our prayers. And so I have great hope. I actually believe that there is at least one more great awakening before the Lord's return. I think we can see a revival. And and so I believe that it's very, very possible for us uh, to make a difference in an election that shifts a nation. And um, I believe we have a real responsibility for that, that, that we, we can't afford the luxury of giving up, of uh, somehow circling the wagons and just talk about us re- and leave the rest of the nation to go. We've got to be involved in things, and our best way to be involved, the best way I know to invite God into the process is to pray. Well, the Bible does talk about praying for the leaders of the nation. Um, it talks about our relationship to Israel, uh, just any mm-hmm. nation's uh, affiliation or um, relationship with Israel. So what other things should we bring to the Lord when we come and pray for our nation? Well, when we pray for our nation, again, I... Uh, I put together what I consider uh, compelling reasons to pray for an election. Uh, and, I, and you mentioned, you know, again, the Bible commands us to pray for those who are in leadership. And I would suggest strongly that includes those who are vying to become leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, what a, what a great opportunity. You know, we get a chance to pray for those who want to be leaders, not just those who are already leaders. And so they have the opportunity to, to shift their beliefs and ideas uh, before they're ever elected. So because of the Bible's command to pray for leadership, we need to, we need to pray for elections. And, and, and secondly, <clears throat> godly leaders can help slow the erosion of religious liberties in our land. And, and that's a huge thing for us as believers, because if religious liberties go away, suddenly it's so much more difficult uh, to share our faith, to evangelize, to do the things God called us to do, which is why Paul would write to Timothy and and say, I I want you to pray for leaders uh, because God wants everyone saved. You know, he he wants us to pray for leaders and ties it directly to evangelism. So godly leaders can help slow the erosion of religious liberties. And and also uh, the selection of leaders who understand and lead according to God's righteous standards can bring great great blessing to a nation. You know, in, in Proverbs, we're told how righteousness exalts a nation. You know, if we are able to select a leader who leads according to righteous standards, we can experience a great blessing as a nation. So that's an important issue for, for prayer. And then I think, I think the last thing would be the fact that a leader selects his own advisors. And again, according to the Word of God, that that many advisors make victory sure, uh, mm-hmm. and a lack of guidance will cause failure, cause a nation to fail. So the determination of who leads our nation is also going to determine who brings the advisors in. And according to Scripture, that's a source of blessing to have godly advisors. So <clears throat> when you look at those things, you're going, wow, I've got to get serious about praying 
for leaders in this election. And when I do that, I'm going to need some help. And that's that's where this book comes in. It basically points people to Scripture as some practical ways to pray for this election and for this nation. Well, uh, Dave, I have a small group that meets in my home, and there is one person in the small group who's extremely dedicated to one candidate. And uh, mm-hmm. while, while I agree with her, uh, she seems to want to pray only for one side. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm trying to encourage her to pray for both sides. Um, yes. How, how can I help her, and um, how can all of us uh, have the grace to pray for the side that we may not agree with? Yeah, and that's so difficult, I and mean, yet it's understandable. Because when you're passionate about a person that you see as a leader, you that's just quite naturally going to come out into your prayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I would suggest that the the uh, the clearest way mm-hmm. is to Maybe even, it takes a little bit of time to prepare that, but I think this book would help. Uh, mm-hmm. As you go through and you pull out the scriptures, and the particular scriptures that have to do with certain things that you want to have happen. Uh, you, know, for, you know, for instance, there is a whole section just on the nation and itself and the issues it faces. And so there's a, a whole group of scriptures, and it tells what they are, the headings of each one. Uh, and, and so you can pray that. Or, or there is one about the election process. Um, you know, so for instance, with that election process, um, there there would be, um, I think, four or five prayer requests there. For instance, pray for wisdom for voters and a safe and fair election. So when you pray for that, even though a, a person certainly could veer off into praying for an individual, by and large, people are going, oh, I never thought about praying for that sort of thing before. Typically, all we know is I'm going to pray for Donald Trump, or no, I'm going to pray for Joe Biden, or I'm going to pray for whoever, depending on, of course, who it is. But if you give them an alternative, a scriptural alternative, here, pray for wisdom for voters and for a safe and fair election. and Or, or this one. Uh, this is one of them from the book. It says, ask the Lord to remove those who might try to unjustly and illegally change the outcome of the voting. You know, that was one of the big controversies, you know, in 2016. Well, let's pray yes. about that. Mm-hmm. Let's ask God to remove those. Just get them out of the way. Anyone who's going to try to change illegally the, the outcome of the voting. Uh, or pray for a huge turnout of voters who will use wisdom in their decisions. Those are the kind of things that divert people from becoming personal and becoming much more kingdom-focused. Hmm. I hadn't thought of that one, a huge turnout of voters who want to use wisdom in their vote. That That's fantastic, and, and a yeah, very specific way. Yeah, when I start praying way. for wisdom, yeah, excuse me, when I start praying for wisdom for people, in a sense, I'm, <laughs> I'm praying for them to vote the way I think is wise. Hmm, mm-hmm. And only God knows what's really wise in these oh, <laughs> in these elections, that, right? You know, it it calls for great humility in our part mm. of trust trusting the Lord to be in charge of the process. Because sometimes we're surprised by who gets in office, and as you look oh, look back in history, yeah. I'm not just talking about present day, of course. I'm talking about back in history. I mean, some of the people that God has put into office, you wonder 
what was he thinking? You know, I mean, clearly he had yes. he had uh, the big picture in mind. Exactly, exactly. And I, and when we are praying earnestly about an election, in a sense, we're expressing our our trust that God's got this. You know, he can he can raise up leaders and tear down leaders, and but he does respond to the prayers of his people. So we're the ones that have to really be pressing in on this and praying with faith and, and believing that God's going to do something in our nation. I, I personally believe that's what he's been doing. And I'm excited for this next election. I'm excited to see what God's going to do. But I'm only excited if I, if people, Christians, will continue to, to pray in a powerful, faith-filled way. Yes, faith-filled. That that uh, keeps our perspective in the right place. Now, uh, in the book, you have uh, what's called flashpoint topics. Could you tell us about those? Yes. Sure. You know, I, I went through and have like seven major areas with a lot of scripture that I think are very, very important for us to spend quite a bit of time on. But then as I looked at it, I said, you know, there are some things that are going on that, that are I call flashpoints points of sometimes controversy, uh, points that, that, that people disagree on, but that we've got to, at the very least, pray over. And so, so I put in the, I, I, and again, this is very, very personal as you know, an author, I selected uh, eight areas that I would call flashpoints. Uh, for instance, the life of the unborn. Mm -hmm. I, I can't begin to pray for an election without praying for the life of the unborn. I want people who are going to protect uh, the unborn children in office. And so I, I did not put that back in the other rest of, of the issues, but I put them there as flashpoints. Uh, or the nature of marriage and family, uh, religious freedom, uh, the U.S. relationship, you mentioned earlier, and I put here uh, the U.S. relationship with Israel. Not, not even Christians are going to necessarily agree on that, but Again, I got to write the book, so I put that in there <laughs> because I believe that's very, very important mm -hmm. that, that we have uh, uh, leaders who have a, a, at least somewhat of an understanding of our proper relationship with Israel. Um, I, I put about the growing threat of terrorism and the fear and the distrust that brings. Uh, another one is racism and its growing divisiveness. You know, I think we thought some time back that we had that licked in this country. We're discovering that we still have deep wells of racism that have to be dealt with. And the church has to lead the way on that in, mm -hmm. in praying regarding that. Uh, obviously, the issue of immigration is, is an area. And, and then for me, the eighth area that I put as a flashpoint is what I call the idolatry of tolerance. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, because when we make tolerance our God, it results in intolerance for those who disagree with prevailing ideas, you know, and, and that's going to impact those, the first seven flashpoints is what I call the idolatry of tolerance. So I believe those are areas that I just want people to make sure that they don't ignore those while they're praying for the elections and they're praying for the various other points that I bring up. I want to make sure that those were highlighted and that people would, would make sure they're praying for them, which by the way, I, I just want to tell you, I, you mentioned having a small group at your house that gathers to pray. That's what I think is one of the prime uses for this book. 
is to have opportunities for Christians to come together and to pray together because there's a power when we pray together that is sometimes lacking by ourselves. I, I gain strength when I'm hearing someone else pray. So I believe that uh, praying together through this book will help us stay focused, praying the Word of God in a powerful way to see God move in this election. Yes, that's certainly what we all want. And then you also have an election prayer journal that's built into the book. Tell us about that. Yes. Well, I think it's so important. I know for me that that uh, writing is important. You know, to be able to uh, to take time and write down uh, what I'm praying and who I'm praying for is important. And because a national election is not just about the president. You know, there are, there are, depending on where you live, uh, there are a host of other things going on, whether it's a state election, you know, because we have the president and, and the Senate and the House of Representatives, and on the state level, there are, are sometimes there's local referendums and the governors and, and secretary of states and state senators and representatives. There's so many things, local elections. So there's a place to write down names and perhaps even things that God gives you on how to pray for them. Because I believe that when I take someone's name before the Lord, part of my job is to listen then to the Spirit, to say, God, what is it that you want me to pray? If I'm praying for my, my mayor, you know, Lord, what, what is it that you desire of me to bring before you for my mayor or for my governor or whoever it might be? So, so there's a place to write all of these down, and, and they're, they're not all going to apply to every person because of the way we stagger our elections at different, different times and, and situations. But there's enough things there to pretty much cover everything for, for, for uh, the nation. Well, I think it's easy to get caught up in the national elections because they're all over the news. But the local sure. and state elections really uh, perhaps even impact us more in some ways. Oh, you know, that's where the rubber hits the road, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's where it hits us in areas that affect everyday life. And so you are so right. We've got to, to make sure we do not ignore a local and state elections. Well, Dave, it seems only fitting that we close today. Uh, we've been talking about prayer. We've been talking about elections. Would you like to pray for our listeners as they seek wisdom for coming elections? I would love to do that. Thank you for the privilege. Yeah. Let, me, let me pray. Um, Father, thank you so much for this great privilege of prayer. Thank you for allowing us to come into your presence through Jesus Christ. And as we do so now, we come bringing our beloved nation to you. Lord, our elections are, are not uh, for a number of months now. But I pray that you would even now enter into this process. I ask you, first of all, Lord, that you through your spirit would stir up Christians to begin to pray earnestly your will over these elections. Pray for individuals and pray for situations and issues that are are concerning for believers and that impact so many millions of lives. Lord, I thank you that you allow us to be a part of how you are choosing to change our nation through this election. Help us to not be those who sit at home. Lord, we don't want to be those who sit around and grumble over situations but fail to act upon it. 
Would you pour out a spirit of prayer upon your church, or particularly a spirit of prayer that will cause your, allow your spirit to enter into the process and to allow godly men and women be chosen in areas of leadership from local all the way to the national level? Father, we know that righteousness exalts a nation, and we long to see your righteousness reign over this nation, that you, Lord Jesus, would be honored and glorified in this nation, and we would be a nation that focuses on your truth and your righteousness. We would see literally millions come to know you as a result of the work of your spirit that awakens and revives your people and causes us as a nation to continue to be and, and grow in being a missionary-sending nation that reaches the world for you, Lord Jesus. We pray it in your powerful name. Amen. Amen. And Dave, uh, we sure appreciate you being here today to remind us of the importance of prayer, uh, especially at this volatile time in our nation. So thank you. Well, and. Uh, mm. We, we want to remind people of your websites, too, how they can get your book also. Yes, yes. Well, Harvest Prayer Ministries has a great website with lots and lots of great resources at harvestprayer.com. Mm -hmm. And that's where you can find a lot about what we do. The book, uh, the election process, is found at prayershop.org. Or you can find it at virtually any of the bookstores or places, uh, amazon.com, that you would find that. To get the book, uh, it's available. The reason I mentioned prayershop.org is they offer uh, multiple copies uh, at a much better price. And so if you're looking at getting that for a small group or even for a whole church, that's the place you're, you're going to want to go. And that's available uh, starting the 15th of January. Okay, so you can buy in bulk there. Um, you certainly give, can. Give us that title once again of the book. Okay, that. The, the, the title of the book is Praying for an Election, mm -hmm. a nonpartisan, scripture-based prayer guide. Okay, Praying for an Election, available at prayershop.org. Well, thanks so much, Dave Butts, for being with us today. Um, this has been really encouraging, and I'm sure that our listeners will want to go and uh, check out your book, and not only check out your book, but begin praying just as you have for the election coming up. Uh, I pray they will. Thank you so much for the privilege of being with you. God bless you, Dave. And I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us for this visit today on Charisma Connection. And don't forget to download that new app we have, charismamediaaudio.com, where you can listen in the spirit. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. <laughs>